0: Welcome everyone, this is Virtue from Virtue's Brand of Wrestling on the com, and I am being joined with, who should I call you, what should I call you, Rob?
1: Man, I'm just Rob, I'm a simple guy named Rob, Xenomec is my handle, but no one really calls me that because my name's Rob, so thanks for All having right. me, man.
0: No problem, and I'm telling you what, I think this is going to be a trend because you did a sample podcast and sent it to me and I liked it, um, and we're going to get you on NoDQ.com, we'll get you on WrestlingWithWrestling.com. but right now the big veto brand.com and big veto.com and here's what I want to talk about Rob. Usually when I do these videos by myself I pick one topic, hot topic and I I rant for about 20 or 25 minutes. This past week in WWE, um, Mustafa Ali got hurt ironically in a match against Randy Orton. Uh, he got a black eye. I'm not I, I'm not sure if he got a concussion. Whatever they did to pull him out of this Elimination Chamber match, Kofi Kingston, or is it just Kofi these days? I don't know, took his place. So I'm under the belief that had had Mustafa Ali not got injured, he would have done the exact same thing as the underdog in that Elimination Chamber match, which to me, a 205 Live guy, all of a sudden you know, getting a, a push in a main event for the biggest title, But you know what? I know WWE understands that today's wrestling fans are indie wrestling fans for the most part, and they like this type of stuff. I have a problem with it. So we're not going to debate Mustafa Ali because he got hurt, right? I could say why he shouldn't have been in that spot to begin with. He got hurt. He got replaced with Kofi. So what's your thoughts on this before I – do my rant because i feel that out of nowhere like an rko <laughs> kofi kingston is now all of a sudden this top challenger for the ww title when he was tossing pancakes for the past two years what's your thoughts before i give you my opinion because i don't want to
1: sway you <laughs> um right on so yeah it was kind of thrown right out of left field with that um Kofi was essentially, like you said, throwing pancakes, doing nothing. He's been kind of the odd man out for the New Day for the past few years. I would say like the focus on Big E. Um, Now, I agree and disagree with probably what your opinion is. Okay, I think Kofi Kingston put on a hell of a show at the Elimination Chamber. I think he played the part of the underdog phenomenal. And I think if billed correctly over a length of time, that he could pull that off and he could be in that spot. But they they threw him in the microwave and a lot of the casual core fans latched onto him because they they it's anti-WWE, it's it's out of the normal and that's what people want to cling to. So, I think he did a great job. I was I was emotionally invested in that match, but it wasn't believable and the push was done incorrectly and people are being a little irrational about it.
0: All right. I like that take. So the way I was looking at it, I'm not knocking Kofi's work. He has sure. been a fantastic wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. I don't look at wrestling. There are, you know how many wrestlers are not even on TV that are great wrestlers, right? But today's fans want that. If you're a great wrestler and you can work against Daniel Bryan with a bunch of false finishes and ooze and ahs, you're automatically and their eyes to the top of the cart. My issue is this. So If Mustafa Ali was still in that spot and this happened, I would have had a completely different rant, but it would have still been, why is he there? You have players that should be, and not necessarily on SmackDown, but I see, you know, granted, Dean Ambrose is leaving the company. Mm -hmm. Look what they're doing with him. Elias, to me, is a star. Look what they're doing with him. I mean, they have people getting beat by NXT talent. That is a disgrace to their main roster. So I understand people wanting to get behind Kofi, and here's my problem. They're behind Kofi, right, because they say he's a great worker. Why were they against Jinder Mahal? This is, to me, the same damn thing, okay? Jinder was a jobber, got released from the company. He was in 3MB. They bring him back, he was a (laughs) jobber, and then all of a sudden he is the WWE champion. They hated it, right? Right. Fans hated it. And then I get, well, Gender takes steroids. He can't work. He can't wrestle. I'm sick of fans, non-workers who probably have never been in a ring. I've been in a ring to a point, right? I've ran ropes. Mm-hmm. I've taken bumps. I haven't worked matches on the big stage. So I'm still a fan, okay? Right. But I'm not going to sit there and judge wrestlers. So Because gender might have a different style. It's a bigger guy, and he's not going to work like Kofi. I'm not going to say – this isn't the same situation. It is. So the fans that are crapping on it, Jinder Mahal's WWE title reign, where he actually got the title, and all of a sudden they want to see Kofi win this thing or at least go to Mania and face Brian now out of nowhere, that's contradicting. And these fans, not all of them, they're the same ones that said Jinder didn't deserve that spot. To me, it's very contradictory. Mm-hmm. I mean, would you agree with that? But their, 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 yeah. their reasoning... Kofi can work. Gender can't. Are you serious, dude?
1: Gender was a good powerhouse. I mean, I think it all boils down to the fact that no one believed that Kofi was going to win. And I have a, I feel like people want a reason to get upset or get outraged. So they latch on to someone they know they can't win so they can complain. I don't think Gender's push was perfect. I wrote an article about it. I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't enjoy, I didn't find it entertaining. But it's you're right. You're spot on. it's very similar to this Kofi situation, except since they knew Kofi wasn't going to win, they latched onto him, and now they can complain and they can hate it. Just like people hate Becky now. Everyone's like, for months, all we heard, Becky, Becky, Becky. Now everyone hates it. It's Daniel Bryan is the most correct person in the world because they're fickle. It's the best word for it.
0: Yeah, and I I like Bryan. So to me, I don't care who – For sure. You know, challenges him for the WWE title going into Mania. Yeah. But it's like, all right, seriously, fans are all of a sudden looking at Kofi is leapfrogging the line because of this last week where he's basically only been a replacement. That's a problem. He was in a, a, a mid-card gimmick, tossing pancakes. Now, yes, they've been tag team champions, right, the New Day. But, I mean, let's look back on the New Day. I've I've seen Big E and Xavier Woods Featured more, it seems like, than Kofi. Now, come Royal Rumble time, Kofi will do his saving eliminations, but it doesn't matter when you get eliminated anyway. So he's going from this mid-card talent, this comedy act, making pancakes, tossing pancakes, free bird rules, never, you know, they rotate which two New Day members usually wrestle, to leapfrogging all of these other potential top contenders. To me, that doesn't sit well. I don't like that. Again, nothing against Kofi, but I'm using the gender Mahal. He leaped a bunch of people out of nowhere because Vince McMahon thought well, we're going to get a heel villain over. We're going to do a tour in India. Well, yeah. It didn't work out how they wanted, but we know why Vince McMahon did it. <laughs> absolutely. Okay? But Ginder leapfrogged people. Kofi is leapfrogging people, and now all of a sudden they're okay with it because of the different style that Kofi works. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And I want to let's parlay this into Becky and Charlotte. Yep. Yeah. Since they signed Ronda. I don't know this for sure, only what the dirt sheets say and how Vince McMahon has booked over the years. When they signed Ronda, Vince McMahon's idea at some point at a big stage was was Ronda versus Charlotte, right? This was before Becky got hot. Mm -hmm. Why should that have changed in Vince's eyes just because Becky got hot? So the fans that are claiming Charlotte stole Becky's spot – no, 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 no. Charlotte's in the spot she was always in. She – They booked her as a six-, seven-time champion already, right? She's Ric Flair's daughter. She's earned it. And to be honest with you, she's had some very, very good matches against Becky, and she's made Becky since SummerSlam look awesome. That's a lot on Charlotte Flair. Becky's a good wrestler, in my opinion, and this is where I get heat. I think Charlotte's a great wrestler. She's a ring general. They're still going to put Becky in this, but I just don't like these fans that think they know the business. And I'm not saying I'm – 100% 100% on the business. But I've talked with Vince Russo. I've done writing seminars with Vince Russo. I've been on shows with Big Vito. I've been in some small indie locker rooms in and Grado. And, you know, just people that have actually been on TV that have been put in storylines. I've got to pick their brains. Jeremy Borash, right? So I, I'm getting a little bit more knowledge than some of average fans are getting. So I just want to ask why. Why do you have to be not you, Rob, but you know what I'm talking about? Why do these <laughs> do, fans have to be Benedict Arnold's? And I like Kofi, but I don't think he deserves this spot. Now, if he was chosen a year ago and he was slowly—that's what I'm saying—descending from the New Day, is the guy like maybe I don't belong with these guys? I'm you know, and they they drifted him apart from that, and then all of a sudden now it's it's hitting as him as a main eventer, the slow build. I would have been fine with that. What do you think?
1: So let me just let me answer that with a question. Will the fans still be behind Kofi Kingston if he is continually pushed for the next few months and wins the title at Mania? Or are they going to immediately say he's being pushed on our throats? Is this a temporary thing? You know, and then my follow up question to that is, you know, Charlotte is a wrestler, right? But would you say Becky's a better sports entertainer because of her promos and skills than she is a wrestler? Because maybe that's what people are latching on. That's what I like about Becky. I, I enjoy this character. I know it's a rehash. I like Becky before. too. Right. All right. But Charlotte is a better worker, and I don't even think you can argue that with anybody. Have you watched?
0: Right, so let me, let me go back and answer these questions. So if Kofi, <laughs> if Kofi wins the title, this is what the fans want. And Vince McMahon always knows this. Uh-huh. The fans want the chase. They want the excitement of somebody new being the, the chaser. So in my opinion, if Kofi wins it, once he wins it, at some point those fans that wanted to see this, they will turn on him. They'll get bored because they'll want to see the next guy yep. chase, right? And the fans don't realize it as it's happening. Now, going back to Becky, I like Becky. She is a great sports entertainer. She does have, she does have that extra CM Punk quality. I will mm-hmm. not compare her to Stone Cold. I'm sorry, right? But she does have that CM Punk quality, and the fans resonate to that. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's problem is she gets booked promos, I think, a lot like Roman Reigns does. I and agree. she, and, and as a babyface, you could tell she's not comfortable. Hell, Roman sometimes doesn't feel comfortable as a babyface. But they, by the time they put him into the heel roles, which they never did with Roman, but with Charlotte, it's kind of too late, and the fans already made their judgment. So Charlotte's promos can use some work, but the fact is she's Ric Flair's daughter and that pressure to deliver like he did, I think weighs on her. Becky doesn't have that problem. She can just go out there and be Becky. Charlotte has to go out there and be Charlotte dot, dot, dot Flair. Yeah. And I, I I, th- I wish at some point they would forget that. That's why I think they dropped Flair and it's a Charlotte now. Right. Yeah. And and, and she needs to realize that though. I, once she realizes that, and she's not thinking of her dad. I think Charlotte can be better and do those Becky things better. But she's got uh, she great promos. I do
1: Charlotte's
0: like her work promos. in the ring. I think Becky's a good wrestler. I think Charlotte's a great one. And another reason why I'm 99% sure Mania's main event's going to be a triple threat. Let's face it, Rob. Becky versus Ronda. Ronda still has – she's nervous. She's a fighter, right? So the sports entertainment thing she's a little nervous. How did that match go where there's other people involved last year at WrestleMania? It was her and Kurt versus Triple H and Stephanie. It was the hottest match on the show. Ronda was comfortable. You think Ronda and Becky one-on-one, especially if they do go on last, that that pressure would boil to the fact where maybe something bad would happen in that match or wouldn't come across as good. WWE management has to know this. That's why I think they want the triple threat, with Charlotte in there, because now you have Charlotte and Becky to help Ronda through, and and I know people fans don't want it because they think it's supposed to be one on one, but I'm telling you,
1: I think it's for the best. I agree with you, and it you know I was on the fence with that, and when I firmly came to believe that was when the fans were heckling Ronda, and she could she didn't know how to react, and it was it was bad. And if you can't trust your top main event of WrestleMania to cut a promo when things aren't going well, I think it's very scary for them to put her one-on-one with someone in case things do go bad, because I don't know, she's a phenomenal athlete, great talent. She's done things that I can't even imagine doing, but she's still a little green, and if things don't go well, I don't know if she knows how to get out of those situations. You add someone like Charlotte in there who's a pro, first of all, everyone's talking about it now. Everyone was excited for... You know Becky versus Ronda, but everyone's so outraged now. It's ad- added intrigue, and it's going to be the hottest thing going in the WrestleMania. So and you know what
0: I think? I-, I agree there. And you know what I think? I think one Ronda cut that promo on Raw and lost it, and the mm-hmm. fans turned on her. I think I think Charlotte's going to be added anyway, in my opinion. But I think yeah. Vince put her in the way he did by temporarily suspending Becky to piss the Smarks off, saying Charlotte's <laughs> my choice. I think yep. Vince did it that way because he's trying to protect Ronda. Yes. Once they saw how Ronda got just buried by the fans and got nervous and choked up, now bringing Charlotte in this way, charlotte Charlotte's the top villain, people hate her, which actually takes some of the heat off of Ronda. We yep. all know everybody wants Becky to win, but mm-hmm. they're kind of keeping Ronda, the secondary baby face here, with Charlotte in the mix. And I hope – They don't do it where Becky beats Charlotte and gets back in the match, and then Charlotte's out, and it's one-on-one. I really hope that they stick with this, and they should. At this point, it would make Vince look bad if Charlotte does not go on in this match because they would be like, Vince, you're the power guy. How is Charlotte removed from the the match now? But I I think that it's set in stone to be a triple threat now.
1: I agree. We'll find out at Fastlane. I'll be there. I'll be at Fastlane. Um, I'm an hour away from the arena, and – I was when I got tickets for it, it's like oh, it's fast lane, but I, I think we will have a really cool angle with those three. And I think it could be something big. I, I'm looking forward to it being a triple threat match. I want to see that happen. I think that's I best. Might, I might be at Fast Lane. I'm definitely gonna be at
0: WrestleMania. So I am intrigued. And I, I just again I want to be compelled. And to me, I love in this era, in this day and age where fans get so upset about you know the company's decisions. That's why I pop when Roman gets pushed, when Mm -hmm. Charlotte gets pushed, and some people called me fake. Rob, from day one when I became a wrestling fan, we'll go back 1987, and I I was a kid. I watched it with my grandma, and I was a Piper fan, you know, well, heel Piper fan. So before that, shoot, I might have been five years old. It might have been WrestleMania one ish when Piper was a heel with the Piper's pit. Yep. But I, I gravitated towards Andre, Andre, Bobby Heenan. I wanted to see Hulk Hogan lose. I don't know why. I liked the heels. I, I liked who nobody else liked. The Heenan family. I liked Jimmy Hart. I liked throughout my years in wrestling, I liked the heels. Along the way, I liked some baby faces. So me liking Roman, even though he was pushed as a baby face, me liking Charlotte, in this case she's a heel. Is that, Did I ever change my ways? I am gravitated towards the people that the consensus doesn't like that's just me i don't do it for a reaction if i was 6 7 years old liking people that way that's just in my dna
1: would you agree with me or would you call me virtue i've been talking with you and i've gone back and forth with you for a few years and for better or worse, man, you're the same person when I started talking to you a few years ago. So, no, you're consistent, and you back your, your stuff up. And here's the thing. How can someone tell you that your opinion's wrong? They can exactly. say – and, and that's – you and I went back with it. I said, I disagree with you. I, I like Roman as a worker. I hated his, his signature moves, and I didn't care for some of his earlier promos. But I always gave him the respect. And that's something you do as well. Just because you don't care for a particular performer, you will always give them their due and what they are. Saying Kofi Kingston is technically a B plus main event person, or I'm sorry, a mid card person, that's not an insult. That is, and I
0: actually said upper mid card at one point. You did too.
1: That's right. You did. Uh,
0: Yeah. But to other fans, that's an insult. If you don't agree with them, if you tell them another opinion, which you know on Twitter, I believe in my convictions. So I say, I say, I state truths. We know it's an opinion. We know on Twitter, I go into full virtue mode, the virtue experience. (laughs) I mean, you do, but yeah. you know, when I give my opinions on these videos, on the no DQ videos, I'm not sitting there being a troll. I'm literally giving you my opinion and giving you reasons why. So dude, great, great conversation, man. And and again, going back to Kofi, if he goes to main event, well not main event, but co main event, WrestleMania against Brian, good for him. Right. You know, um,
1: I just to me could have been felt better. Are you going to get emotionally involved in that, though? Because you said before, because uh, I read your tweets, sir, uh, you did state that you were not emotionally involved in this chamber match at all with Kofi. Like, you just didn't buy into that story whatsoever. So if this continues, is this going to be kind of like a meh match for you, or are you just going to try to enjoy it for what it is?
0: I'll probably enjoy it for what it is. If Kofi is put in this spot, I'll probably get emotionally invested in wanting to see Brian retain right. and end and end that run for Kofi, you know. And again, no disrespect to Kofi. I know there's a lot of reasons why Kofi should become the WWE champion, right? Yeah. Things that WWE has never done or really doesn't do that often, right? Uh-huh. He's African American. He, they, everybody should have a shot to be be at the top of the game. I so he was Jamaican. Well, yeah, yeah. Gimmick wise, right? <laughs> but I mean, so I, I'm all for that, but I don't want him to be pushed just for sake of that. Right. You know what I mean? I want it to be compelling in the storylines. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, Kofi's had a great job doing what he's done. He's made a lot of money in wrestling. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, it, it just irks me, and I, I know we needed to talk about it. So that's pretty much all I wanted to say for this episode of Virtue's Brand of Wrestling. Any other input you want? Um, if not, do
1: some plugs if you got them. Your Twitter. Man, the only plug I got is my Twitter at Xenomecca. I'm attempting to do podcast things. Any support with that would be great. My final thoughts on Kofi Kingston is this. People say he hasn't gotten what he deserves so far. If you told me as a kid that someday I'd have my face on a box of cereal, that would be the greatest moment of my life. Kofi Kingston's made it. He's living his dream. He has had a great career. I can think of people who have had his run, but only like an eight-month period. He's done this for years. And everyone needs to recognize that. Instead of just crapping on what they don't like, look what this guy's accomplished. He's done amazing things, and that's my. I, code agree.
0: <laughs> I agree. Now, do you have a Twitter if you want anyone to follow you or anything like that, or just
1: yeah, it would be the Z- at Xenomecha X E N O M E C H A. I should probably change it at some point to make it something more rememberable. but yeah, right. Mine that.
0: used to be some you know twenty million call letters virtue. <laughs> Right. I smartened up and now it's at no dq underscore virtue, which is my plug, nodq.com slash virtue with the lowercase v. But Rob, thanks for joining me here on Virtue's brand of wrestling, exclusively on the big This will be on Anchor and it actually goes out to Google, um, iTunes, all the wherever podcasts are played.
1: This has been a production of the Big Veto
0: brand. Check us out on the big veto